Hey guys, it's your crazy ray of sunshine, Shell, rolling with Miss Community, and I am your host of Hitting the Streets podcast show. This show is a series of interviews giving you an insider's look at the small businesses, entrepreneurs, nonprofit organization, and events in the North Texas area. Today on the show, I have Brian and Angela Wilson, owners of Nutty Hill Farm and Sherman's Farmer's Market. Yay! So I'm excited to have them on and um, and to learn more about, about farming and what they do at Sherman Farmer's Market. I was over, to their, over at their farm on Monday nights visiting and um, wow, guys, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful site. I enjoyed myself, learned a lot, got to um, pick some eggs from the chicken coop. And um, I don't know, it was just a great feeling and relaxing feeling just to be out there um, at the farm. So anyways, I am waiting for them to get here and I will be back shortly. Brian and Angela from Nutty Hill Farm and Sherman's Farmer's Market. And today we are going to talk about both. We're going to talk about the farm and we're going to talk about Sherman Farmer's Market. So please, Angela and Brian. Angela, I'm going to lead off with you. Introduce yourself. Tell me a little bit about you. Uh, my name is Angela Wilson. Um, my husband and I have been married for 34 years. Awesome. Um, we started, we moved out to Sherman. I had a stroke at the age of 45. And it was kind of the giant hand of God um, hitting me upside the head. And so we decided to change priorities. Mm -hmm. um, we were in corporate jobs. Um, mm -hmm. Brian is a forensics auditor. And I was a director of a preschool. And so we just kind of changed direction. And mm -hmm. um, we found a little place out in Luella that we love. That's not a little place. I've been out there. I was out there. That's not little. <laughs> That's a lot of land. Well, it's it's 15 acres. Oh, okay. And so it's close enough to the Metroplex to family. Sure. But it's it's far enough to give us, you know, some some room to roam. Sure. So, um, and we just started growing vegetables and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. So the story I heard, Brian, mm -hmm. <laughs> that it started off really small. You heard it right. Okay, you're going the right track. <laughs> And then it grew to what? Yeah, 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 yeah. It started off as an 8x8 eight eight little garden that Angela wanted to plant. And now it's two 80-foot by 60-foot gardens, plus another garden out in the pecan or yeah, in the pecan grove. We put a cornfield out there. so And we've got eight raised beds and a, a, a greenhouse. Plus, you know, a, plus an orchard, plus some, an orchard, some fruit trees, fruit trees and, and so, berry. Yeah. Yeah. So when they, when they say they want, when my wife says something small, she wants just something easy and small. Yeah, like she said, we, we've been married a really long time, and I should have known better, but I. <laughs> I love it. Well, I got, I no, was, we love doing that. So yeah, it's fun. I was out there on I'm like, you know, I'm yep. correct, and um, beautiful place, guys. Absolutely beautiful. I um, I loved everything about it. The, the funnest, the fun thing about it is going through and looking at everything that's growing out there, and actually 
getting to have a bite or two off of it. I'm like, like Angela snapped a asparagus stem off of it and I ate it right there. And uh, my granddaughter, I took there and she was eating the berries and the strawberries and right. everything there. And, right. Because uh, so, she didn't like the asparagus. Go, oh, no, she did not. So she had to wash it down with a berry and <laughs> get the taste out of her mouth. <laughs> so it was great and it was amazing. And um, we got to... Uh, pick our own eggs um, out of the chicken coop, which that was wild, y'all. That was wild. That was something different. And um, But I had a good time out there. So how long have you guys actually been doing this, the, the farming? Uh, five years. Five years. Five years. Yeah. And, we, and we didn't know anything about it. This is all, Brian and I are both lifelong learners. And that brings us joy to learn new things. And so we had always, we had a little garden, you know, city plot, you know, in the backyard or whatever, but we'd never done anything on this scale. We'd never had chickens. We had never had bees. Um, oh, we'd never, that's why you do honey. Yeah. yeah, we do honey. Right. We learned to do that. What? Four years four ago, years we ago. started it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. um, like Angela said, you know, to us, life is a lifelong experiment and you want to keep growing your mind and everything and challenges. And, you know, we've always been built around take on a challenge and conquer it, you'll be successful. Failure is going to be a part of a lot of it, but failure is learning. Failure is not losing. And we've made and, a lot of and mistakes. And we've made a lot of mistakes and we've learned a lot. Like and every that. time you learn something, you grow. And so we've been growing, we're still growing. Uh, this year we started corn, first year we're doing it. So we're doing different experiments and see what happens, you know, because we did non-GMO corn and we're going to try our best to keep as many worms out of it as we can, but we're going to find out. So, but we're just lifelong learners. Uh, I love, he said, failure is not losing. I have to tell you, I needed to hear that today. Because there's uh, sometimes that I just feel like, oh, another one, another one. Right. But you're right. It's, a, it's failure is really learning. Mm -hmm. You know what right. I'm saying? You're not losing at all. You're learning, you're gaining, you're gaining experience. Yeah. So that was really good. Yeah. So, right. yeah, I mean, that's, you know, when you fail and if you stop, you did lose. If you fail and learn and move forward, you gain. That's that. the way we've always looked at life and looked at our opportunities and our challenges. And so we go forward with that and we're going to continue to do that. Right. So where did the name come from? Um, so we have a bunch of pecan trees and oh, okay. a really beautiful black walnut tree on the property. And, uh, and we're on a hill. Um, so we came up with an Eddie Hill, but Brian says that it's because of me and because we're nuts to, to do this. And I didn't say we're nuts. Okay, not we're nuts. I'm nuts. Okay, the, I'm nuts. But the black, it. We say we. Yeah, the black the black walnut is at the top of the hill. Oh, yes. okay. And so that's really you know Nutty Hill is the black walnut, which is rare around here. But yes. we got black walnut tree at the top mm -hmm. of the hill, and, okay. and it's one of the hardest nuts to crack. Right. Very difficult to get the meat out. The best thing to do to get the meat out on black walnut is to get a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> it is difficult. Seriously. It's not like an English walnut. You can get those. Black yeah. walnuts are very difficult. Huh. Right. And you only have that one up there on the hill? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. We have one. Great name. Yeah. Now we have a story. We thought it was cute. <laughs> That's a great and it, and it kind of fits our personality. Yeah. Because we want to have fun yeah. with this. This is That's and what this is. I can say every time I'm with you guys, it's been a blast, especially with Brian. <laughs> and now y'all, he, he should be a stand-up comedian. Uh, and now no. y'all know why we've been married 32 years because I'm so 34 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm 
because I'm so funny. Yeah, there <laughs> that's you it. go. That's it's confirmed. It. We understand that. That's, that's it. it. That's it. I love it. So before we move into the Sherman Farmer's Market, how that gets started, kind of tell me what's been, you know, your greatest inspiration with all of this. Oh, wow. Um, well, Brian's grandfather always loved to garden and he had, um, he had tomatoes all the time. And, um, so, I mean, that kind of, I guess that kind of factors into it. Um, I just, we just love being outside. Um, and we love bringing a product that is, that is fresh. I mean, you know, we pick on Thursday or Friday or sometimes Saturday morning mm. to take that to the market. Mm -hmm. So it's as fresh as it gets. Um, we know exactly what we did to, to get it there. We start all our tomatoes from seed. Um, we do, we just do different things. We, we bring things that are not typical in a grocery store. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. in a grocery store, you'll find zucchini and yellow squash. Sure. Okay. Well, we, we also grow lemon squash, which is like uh, yellow squash, but small. And then we grow patty pan and we grow kakuzi, which is a striped zucchini. So we just do different varieties, you know, and we just, we just enjoy talking to people. We enjoy, um, bringing fresh food. And you know so much for, for the five years that you've been in it. I mean, just the little information that you gave me Monday night, which, which I want, I want to bring up. Repeat again to me about the root, the leaf. What else was that? And the fruit. And the fruit. Okay, so this comes from my preschool teaching days. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is, guys, the audience that's listening right now, this is just good information that I didn't even think about till I heard her say it. And she was teaching me and my granddaughter. I, my granddaughter loves to be outdoors. Right. She loves the plants. She loves the flowers. She's enjoying growing her little peppers. So I, I don't, who's to say that she won't want to engage right. more into all this but go ahead and explain to well, everyone it's it's really it's really fun it's really rewarding to see your work you know to see actual fruit and lots of times kids don't understand where fruit actually comes from because they're used to going to, to the grocery store and you know their mom gets whatever's on the list so they don't understand seasonality they don't understand whether you know that that pineapples don't grow in texas um, avocados, you know, I mean, things, you don't get things year round, um, out of the ground in a certain place. So anyway, um, so we eat the leaves of certain plants like lettuces, spinach, kale, cabbage, things like that. We also eat the fruit of certain plants. That would be tomatoes, cucumbers, corn, peppers, things like that. And then we eat the roots of plants. That would be carrots, potatoes, turnips, beets, onions, garlic, things like that. So it's just a, it's kind of a simplistic way of looking at it. But a lot of people don't understand, you know, that garlic grows underground. Yeah. You, you just don't know. If you're not exposed to it, how would you know that? So. Good. Anyway. Okay, guys. So I'm going to start jumping into Sherman Farms Market. So, so here we are with Nutty Hill Farm. How did you get involved with the Sherman Farmers Market? Was you a vendor first or how did that happen? How did that transpire? Yeah, when we first started getting the garden going, we had excess stuff and we went downtown to the Sherman Farmers Market three years ago, five years ago. Yeah. 
five. Five years ago. Mm-hmm. And so we got involved with them. And there was only three or four of us at that market. It was small. We were lucky, you know, if 10, ben- 10 customers came by. Our, you know, we only customers. had like 10 tomato plants yeah, at that, yeah, board. At that oh, point. Yeah, So okay. very small, remember? So, you know, we got involved there. We, we worked with the Sherman Farmers Market or we've been to theirs for t- two years, right? Two or three. Yeah. Yeah, then, I'm not sure. And then we took it over we took it over from... Uh, Sean and Ari Vanderveer. Sean and Ari Vanderveer. And so we kind of took it over. Mm-hmm. And then the city also said, hey, you can you, know, you can set up here. You know, you can be here. And so we went there. And from that point, we were probably at like six vendors, let's say that, five, okay. six vendors. Mm-hmm. And each year, the market continues to grow. Mm-hmm. We had more vendors, more customers are coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the things we do, you know, at our market, it's a producer-only market, and which means you have to grow, raise, or make it. We do not like resellers. We do not allow resellers. We've, we've had resellers come to the market and say, can we sell here? And we said no, because we've got small farmers you know, producing great fruit. That's right. And it's not fair for you to go buy it somewhere and then come here and resell it because this is hard work. We started, as I right. said, we were growing over 320 tomato plants in our place. And we started those in January. Those plants started in January. From seed. From seed. Mm-hmm. On the kitchen and counter. The kitchen. And we started producing today. We actually brought them to the market. So from January to that's six that's months. six months. So six months we've been tending these plants, watering them, baby them. If we took them out to the greenhouse and the freeze came in, we took them all back in. We protected them, everything. Sometimes we'd be watching the weather and we'd go, yeah. oh no, it's going to freeze. Yeah, it's so freeze. So 1030 at night, we're out at the greenhouse, bringing them all in. So you know. it's a lot of work and what we don't want to do. And other farmers are doing the same thing. Sure, sure. All the other producers are doing the same thing, going through the same drill. Some people have problems with too much water and it floods out. They have to replant. You know, it just depends. So this is not easy work to bring fresh produce. When I mean fresh, it's ripe and fresh to the market for people to, to do. And so we don't want someone just going somewhere and purchasing something and then coming back here and selling it when you can get the same thing at a grocery store for less. Like a cheat. I mean, it, in a way, it, well, it, I mean, it, it, y'all are working at this at six months, and then you know what I'm saying, right? So, but right. So, right. But, so we're a producer-only market, and mm-hmm. we've got a great lineup of vendors. Uh, they will tell you how they grow it. They tell you what their troubles were, and when they planted it. They tell you what kind they planted, uh, whether they started from seed or they get some, you know, from. From you know, they got the plant starts. from starts. You know, oh, sure. you know, there's all kinds of different ways. Sure, there's different methods. A lot of our farmers are, or some are in raised beds, some are in the ground, mm-hmm. some are doing aquaponics, some are mm-hmm. doing. So it's there, there's all these different methods. Sure, and they produce differently, and, and that's it's really all hard work. It's all hard work. Right, and we're and all it, small. And we're all small, and it's also risk. Right now, we're coming up on a heat wave. And it's 10 degrees hotter than normal at this time of year. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, you got more water, we got to do shade, you know, so there's a lot more risk. And every year, each farmer faces a different challenge than they've never faced before mm-hmm. because of the weather conditions and because of the pests and because of this. So that's why we like the producer only model. Sure. In everything we do, in, sure. in the beef, in the, the, 
the pastries and the baked goods and, and the soaps and everything we've got at the market. And, you know, right. you the know, dog treats. Dog treats. It's all herbs. made by the people behind the counter. And, and you guys at the market, you have, so you have a Sherman Farmer's Market every Saturday. And then once a Saturday a month, you have Crafter's Day, right? Mm -hmm. right. So I explain that just a little bit to the audience. What, what? How that breaks down and what Crafter Day is. Okay, so day. so Crafter's Day, we just thought we'd give a place for local crafters who make their own stuff to come in and and display that stuff and offer their goods. And so we do that um, on the second Saturday of the month. Um, we had our first one on on June thirteenth, and then we'll have our next one on July eleventh. We're not sure if we're gonna have August because it's just so hot. So hot. Thank you, yeah. Texas. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we right. usually skip August and then probably September and October. But like Angela said, it's a way for our local artisans to that they they can do paintings, they can do woodworking, oh, okay. they can do uh, handmade items, and you know just different right. different things. And there's a lot of creative people out there in this community that we just don't know about, mm -hmm. and it offers them a chance to come to the market sell one day a month uh and and just get the community out sure. you know, right. so. and we chart it's a ten dollar fee okay okay so we feel like we're trying to keep it you know reasonable, reasonable. Sure. so that so that anybody can can do it so it's a ten dollar fee for sherman farmer's market and the crafters day yeah, yeah. okay yeah every every vendor pays ten dollars when the time they're there and our vendors who are normally there love having the crafters there too. I mean, because it just adds to the sense of community. Mm -hmm. It adds to the sense of, hey, look what different people are doing. Uh, you know, creative stuff. Okay. I mean, the, so we enjoy having the crafters there once a month. And you don't have to come to each one. You can, if you're if you're out somewhere else and you're sure. doing another event, then we're sure. fine with that. You know, it's on availability. Okay. So, you know, Good to know. You know. So, you know, crafters, if you're out there, I mean, woodworking, painting, you know clothing that you make yourself and the only thing we require is you have to make it mm -hmm. you have to right. produce it okay. so even in our crafters gotcha. you know, don't, we don't want resellers or clothing we don't want that kind of stuff I understand right or multi-level marketing or anything like that sure right. now so so tell us a little bit more about Sherman Farm Market now so when do you guys open and then when do you guys close the market what's the calendar schedule on that we open in mid-April and we go through the end of October or the first freeze, whichever comes first. Gotcha. We're in the parking lot at the corner of Crockett and Houston every Saturday from nine to 12. Um, you can look for the beautiful mural that we have on the Goodyear building. Uh, Heather Shields painted that for us mm -hmm. with a grant from the city of Sherman uh, last year. Oh, so awesome. it's, it's a, and, and I did the same thing to poor Heather because um, she came up with this design. I was like, Heather, can you make it bigger? Can you make the vegetables like bigger and bigger and bigger? So, so, there so is poor another, Heather knows what so I'm like. So there is another individual out there that felt that, hey, we want something small. Can you make it bigger? <laughs> so Heather and I share sort of the same story. Just yeah. keep going. So, so, so Heather, I feel for you. <laughs> Beautiful mural. I have seen yeah, it. Yeah, she did a great job. You guys, you can't miss it. You, it's, it's, it is big. You can't miss it. On the oh, is that the good mural? Yeah, it's the side yeah, of the good mural building. Yeah, and he, he he's very supportive of the market, okay. and he came. We asked him for it. He said, "You bet, man. You, that whole side." He goes, "Put a mural." Yeah, that's awesome. Fun. That's and awesome. he actually loaned Heather the fort, the 
scissor oh, list. Yeah, scissor uh, list. Yeah. To actually do the painting. Really yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, so it's it's been a, it was a community effort. Sure. We appreciate. Okay. That. So where can we find you guys on the social media network? Do you have an Instagram, Facebook? I mean. Okay, so I'm old, so I don't do Instagram. I haven't gotten into Instagram yet, but um, we do have we do have Facebook. Um, we are Sherman Farmers Market on Facebook, and then uh, Nutty Hill Farm and all the other vendors. Most of them have Facebook pages yeah. as well. And we're open. We like to do other events. So one event we did last year is a farm tour. So like on a Sunday, we've got to schedule that. But on one Sunday, we'll ask our farmers when it would be good for them to do it, what day, and we'll try to get the best. But then we open up our farms, and people from the market can come out and see where their vegetables are grown. Oh, they can come out there nice. and do stuff, or they can, you know, they can actually see it because, like I said, we're producers only, so people can actually go see. Wow, they are growing this. Stuff. Sure. So that's what. Right. And yeah. so they can find it on your Facebook page. Do you announce it on? Yeah, on we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll announce, announce it. it. We yeah. check so y'all make sure you check Nutty Hill. No, uh, Sherman, Sherman Farmers, Farmers Market. Market. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah and it'll be it'll be on Naughty Hill too. We would share okay. it, but yeah, we would share it. But yeah, Sherman Farmers Market would announce it. We're going to talk to a lot of our, our vendors, our producers, and see we'd propose some dates and to say yeah, go with it. And if some of them, most of them can, but some can't, then we'll still do it. You know. Okay. But you know, we yeah. did that last year, and a lot of people enjoyed going to all the farms. Oh, yes. I, I enjoyed it Monday night. I, I was like, I really like to just stay. <laughs> it's so nice, and it was even though. No, it was hot, but it was still nice with all the shade and stuff that you had out right. there. So it was very, it was just relaxing. Yeah. Sometimes there's something really rewarding about, you know, picking a tomato off the vine. It's warm and you just pop it in your mouth. I mean, you know. It was good. Kind good. Of cool. Cherry tomatoes that you, that you really got to bring home. Yeah. Um, the one that I had, I was telling, I was telling me, I was like, it's very sweet. Like, and the other ones that I've had previously, like, you know, from the grocery store, I'm like, they don't taste the same. And, right. it's, and it's funny because you start to notice that the more I eat, like your eggs, you know, I call them happy eggs, right? Yeah, right. Because they taste happy. Right. And then so when I get caught up and I don't have any more eggs, I'm like, I got to go eat those other eggs. <laughs> and that, no offense, but you start getting used to eating that type right. of food, then you, your taste buds change. Right. And right. so I and totally, I totally enjoy everything that I've had. From Sherman's Farmers Market and, and your farm. So. Well, being being local, we don't have a transportation or you know production. I mean, a transportation issue. Issue, yeah. So, like yeah. most tomatoes in the United States come from California or Florida, hmm. or South Texas or Mexico. So mm -hmm. that's where they're coming in at different times of the year. Well, to get a tomato to market, think about it, it has to be put on a truck, has to be transported across the U.S., mm -hmm. taking several stops, bumping up and down, running over things. If you put a ripe tomato on a truck, it'd be spaghetti sauce before it got here. One they day. have to put a green tomato on the truck, yes. get it here, yes. then they turn it red. Then they turn it red. Yeah. So when you say it's these are the ones you buy from from farmers at the market are sweet, that's because they were picked ripe and delivered seven miles away. Gotcha. They were picked green and shipped 500 miles Understand. and then turned green. Because you're eating really a green tomato that's turned red. Right, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So, like, that tastes so different than the ones I can okay, We've had, so we've had right. other people tell us, they, you know, one lady in particular says, my daughter never ate tomatoes mm -hmm. from the store. Mm -hmm. She tried one of y'all's. She will eat y'all's tomatoes, but she still will not eat tomatoes from the store because yeah. they don't right. taste good. We don't, we don't buy them. We don't, when, yeah. when we don't have our tomatoes, we don't buy tomatoes in the winter. Just don't. We just, we'd rather yeah. do without them. We're yep. going to seed it up. <laughs> seed it up. 
Okay, guys. Well, I'm going to wrap this up real quick. I want to thank Brian and Angela for being here. Um, just really quick, one more time. Give us your um, location and where Sherman Farmers Market is. And you guys make sure you follow their Facebook page. It's Nutty Hill Farm and Sherman Farmers Market. And where are you guys located again? Uh, downtown at the corner of Crockett and Houston from 9 to 12 every Saturday morning from mid-April to the end of October. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being thank here. You're welcome. Appreciate thank it. you. Wow, guys, what a great episode with Angela and Brian. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. I truly enjoyed my time with you guys. The one takeaway that I have from this show is what Brian said, failure isn't losing. That really hit home. Thank you so much, Brian, for that. I really needed to hear that. Once again, guys, don't forget to stop by Sherman Farmer's Market on Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 12 o'clock p.m. Support your local market. Okay, so I have some upcoming shows I want to tell you about. Evan Martin and Amanda Phillips with Remax Properties is coming on the show. Yeah, and I'm also going to have Sherry Wolsey. And Sherry, I hope I didn't mess up your last name. I hope I pronounced it right. She is the owner of Monarch Boutique, fabulous boutique. And I'm also going to have Jill Payne with the House of Payne Coffee. If you guys have not tried out that coffee shop, please do. It's in Bells, Texas. I'm very excited about these guests. It's going to be some fun times, good times, and some good conversations. Also, I'm going to put a panel together. I'm going to have some local artists and some friends of mine come together, and we are going to talk about the birth of hip-hop, probably late July. The birth of hip-hop is actually in August, but I kind of want to put a couple of episodes together to talk about the birth of hip-hop, the history of hip-hop, and the revolution of hip-hop. I think it's going to be pretty interesting, and anytime you're talking about music and history and, and revolution, I think it's just great conversations. And, and great information. So I want you guys to stay tuned. Also, thank you guys so much for listening. I have over 1,100 plays. Wow. Wow. I appreciate that so much. I'm very humble. All right, guys, it's time for me to wrap up. I want to say thanks again to Angela and Brian, Nutty Hill Farm and Sherman Farmers Market to be, for being on the show. And I will see you guys when I see ya. Thank you.